For Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. And we want to thank our sponsors, Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior home care services in your loved one's home. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And I am so excited today because I have my dear friend, Dee Dee Lake, on the show. Dee Dee, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so excited just to get a chance to talk to you. I, I, I cannot wait. You, to me, you are proof that God is good to me. Like, I, I personally think of myself as the biggest dork that ever lived, especially in junior high, but really even now still. And yet God brings me these really cool friends, wise, wonderful women in my life. So you're just proof to me that he loves me. That's true. I, I always say that my friends are my jewels here, uh, my, my heavenly jewels here on earth, and you That's are so definitely true. one of them. That's so true. And so I'm really excited to introduce you, my listening friends, to Dee Dee today. And I'm going to give you a quick bio on her, although it really just barely touches the surface. Dee Dee Lake is the connection expert. She is a speaker, author, and blogger. And she says she builds relationships with conversation, humor, and grace. And I know that to be true about her, her humor, her storytelling, and also the purposeful, intentional way that she engages in conversation. Of course, if you listen to this show very often, you're going to know that I would love that. Dee Dee is the owner of Cherish Relations Retreats. And she, her passion, well, let me tell you, she's been married 37 years. Actually, that's the same number of days when I've been married. And she is uh, lives in Colorado Springs with her husband, Seth, and she says two lazy dogs. That's probably enough of that. But she does, I want to add this last thing because I know my listening and reading friends are going to get this. She says her passion is communication and connection. And I just thought, if you add companionship to that list, we've got the same passion. <laughs> so welcome. Dee Dee, I'm just so glad you're here. Thank you. I, am so, I have been looking forward to this moment to be with you, to, to just to talk to your readers and um, let them know that there's some good stuff out there that's coming that uh, we produce in this book and, and things that I talk about, too. Okay, I'm going to tell the name of the book. Before I do that, I want you to tell me how is the best way for people to reach you? Because I know once we get started talking, I'm not going to want to interrupt for this. So tell me your website. In case, and by the way, I'm going to put this in a hyperlink. So if you're driving, I don't want you to have an accident. Just know that you can find it on my blog, 
Kathy Crafty, K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward.com. Okay, so Didi, tell us your, you know, the best way to get you. The best way to get me is on my uh, website, which is DeeDeeLake.com, and you spell Didi, D-E-E-D-E-E, and that's L-A-K-E, dot com. And it's so funny because my parents, I think, just got real happy with the E's on my name, so you know, there's a lot of ease. Just remember, there's a lot. <laughs> okay. And then your book, I'm going to go ahead and give the title for the book, too, because we're going to be talking about our topic today is how do we keep our daughters' hearts and bodies, every bit of them, safe in this crazy, crazy culture we're living in? I mean, it's just making me crazy. I can't even say that enough, Dee Dee. I'm so excited about what you've done in this devotion that you've created so i'm going to give people the name next step you've accepted jesus now what so i i love that uh concept and and i loved it even more after i read the book so one of my favorite things is i get to read people's books even sometimes before they come out so i'm a big fan of what dd has created and i want to talk to you a little bit to begin with well this is our i don't want to spend too much talking because I want you to tell your story. So let's just start there. You grew up with a dad in the military. And then I, did. I know in some of the things I've talked to you about, you said that that moving around was a little bit disoriented and disorienting and it affected your sense of your own worthiness. Would you like to start there and kind of share with us what teenage girls may be going through? I, yes, that'd be great. I have lived in 50 houses. Yes, five, zero. Um, my dad was in the Navy and then I married an army guy. And so a few years back we, he retired and now we're you know staying in one place. But one of the things that uh, was really great about moving around was that I was able to, to understand and get to, uh, to live in different cultures. I lived in Spain and Korea and Panama and all over the country. Um, and so it's just been that for me was a real plus about being in the military. It taught me how to connect. I learned early that you got to get in there and connect because you don't know how much time you have left with that person that their dad's going to get stationed, you know, somewhere else. And um, as far as my worthiness goes, um, my dad always told me uh, some really neat things, but they were hard truths. And I mentioned a couple of them in the book about him telling me I'm not that important to everybody else. But what he meant was that, <laughs> So I needed to be okay with me, you know, and not have to worry about somebody else telling me that I'm okay, you know. And um, so I didn't get to know the Lord, though, until I was 18. And so that most of my, you know, early living, uh, moving around was already done by that time. And um, so once I found out who the Lord was and accepted him as my Savior, that's where I really found out that I am worthy. You know what? I loved, I want you, I have in my notes, this note, if you skip this part, I was going to come back to it because I think so many people in today's world are, and especially with COVID, that whole 2020 has been spent, you know, not even going to church. So I think a lot of people are real skittish about church. Even people who love Jesus sometimes are. So I have in my notes, softball plus church equals love. So Tell us a little bit about. <laughs> I knew you'd love that. Tell yeah. us a little bit about what that means. Well, I I grew up in um, 
my parents had gone to church as kids in their families, but in my family, my parents didn't take us to church unless we came back home uh, to our, one of our grandparents' houses, and that we would go to church with them. So I didn't understand who God was. I I just didn't even have a concept. It wasn't that I, they were against God or I was against God or anything like that. It just wasn't part of the conversation. And I'm pretty sure that I'm not alone in that. I think there are a lot of people that are not um, in in the church, and so they don't understand who God is or that they need, even need to be looking for him. So for me, I, I, I didn't look for God. But when I came back to the States, I was 16. My dad had retired from the Navy. And I found out the only place that I could play softball, which I was a big softball player, big you know athlete, um, was to go to this church that had a women's league and they would let me play. So I went and the first year was great because, you know, I just played, I uh, went and played for them. And that was it. Well, then the next year they made a rule that said you have to be in church to be able to play. And I'm thinking, oh, my word, I've got to go to this church. I don't even know what that's about. I remember being slumped in the back seat, you know, the very back pews, just thinking, okay, my time's up. I'm ready to go. But over the weeks, I started hearing what the pastor was talking about and that I needed to be saved. And that, for me, was the big change. So really, God used softball to help bring me into the into the family of Christ. I love that. I think there's such a lesson in that. And and my experience was much that way too, even though my parents took us to church, I didn't know the Lord except through the testimony of some close friends and it took a whole team of people. So I think it's, I think it's really important for us to understand there may be people sitting in the pew next to you, teenagers even who don't know the Lord. And, and you don't want that to be your own child. Like I don't want that to be any of my grandkids. So yeah. I love what you're doing how you're, how you're, you've written something here that will, um, you know, my thing is all about how to have conversations that lead to great companionship and how to share sacred stories. And so I love what you've done with your book. First of all, I, I did, I did Google search to find anything for teenage daughters and it's hard to find anything. So that was a surprise to me. Oh my gosh. I didn't know that. So, and then I read your book and I was like, okay, because you do not hold back. I mean, you really touch on some really serious subjects in your book. We're going to do another podcast specifically about that. So I don't want to give too much of a hint here, but I do want my listening friends to know that book is out there and it is specifically written to help you connect and have the right conversations with your teenage daughter. So this is something you're going to want to introduce to your church and all. So Anyway, there's a wonderful quote in the book, and I'm going to share it right now because I want you to share a little bit about this. And if if we get the signal from my wonderful tech guru, uh, Roy, I'll let you know, Dee Dee, if we have to wrap this up okay. because I know the first segment always goes fast. But here's the quote. So if we don't get to this, listening friends, we're going to come back to this. But here's the quote. I wish my sweet friend Dwayne, who died in the car accident on his way home, just days away from graduating from high school, could see me now. I can't wait yeah. to see him in heaven and tell him how his life changed mine. So, Didi, mm-hmm. the thing about reaching our children when they're young is the impact they can have so early in the life of their friends that can affect them for, you know, I mean, we're talking about decades of influence. Right. So, for that's his- We have one minute. We have one minute. This death led to me wanting to know more about God and like, wait a minute, we can die. I didn't realize as a kid, you know, that you could. I probably knew it, but it just didn't like affect me until then. And 
that made me realize I needed to know who God was because it was just so important to get that right before anything happened. Well, you um, know Dwayne's what? I'm going to interrupt too. you because when we come back, we're going to talk about Dwayne a little bit and also another young man who had made a choice in high school. That So I, I want parents who are aware of these dangers that our kids face. I want them to know there's hope, and we are going to deal with that when we come back. Absolutely. Don't forget, you can find all this at kathycraffy.com or ddlake.com. So stay with us, and we'll be right back. Truth with a Texas twang here. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. Y'all to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door and the next house over is a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. I feel like it's Mother's Day on the show today because I'm thinking about a mutual friend that Didi and I have. Her name is Deb Butterfield, and if you missed her interview, I really want you to look for it. And here's why. We have um, so much as mothers of daughters and granddaughters, so so many things coming at us in our culture, but God is raising up amazing, strong women to speak to some of these issues. And so our friend Deb Butterfield wrote a book called Carried by Grace, and it is for mothers. 
if they discover that their daughter has been sexually abused by someone, in her case, even someone as close as a family member. So look for that. And then, Dee Dee, I'm so excited about your book because it's so versatile. Like, I could sit down with my granddaughter and and go through this book as a devotional Bible study with her once a week. Or, you know, if she was at my house staying for two weeks, we could get through the whole book. Or mm-hmm. you could use it at, at Sunday school as a lesson plan for Sunday school. Or you could use it in a Bible study like for teenagers. And even I think I I think I'm going to ask my daughters if we can use it with our preteen granddaughters because even though you cover some really, like, we're going to talk about suicide in just a minute, but even though you take on those really tough topics, you do it in such a gentle way so that if a mother or a teacher is sitting right there with the girls, even young girls, they know this stuff is happening. I mean, our kids... Oh, they're getting inundated with stuff. In fact, the only person really not talking about these really terrible things sometimes is church. I mean, that's sad yeah. but true. I wish I wish that weren't true. Of course, there are many churches that are waking up to the fact that they need to be talking about this with families. Family is really well, under the, attack. It, it is. And one of the things for me, the reason I want... One of the reasons that I wrote the book was that um, once I had gotten saved, no one discipled me for 10 years. So I had no idea how to live life as a Christian. And it wasn't until I moved to Panama and got wonderful mentors there in the church, uh, Bev and Jane. And they're still in my life today, which is just awesome to me. But they taught me how to, you know, what I needed to look for and to read the Bible, you know, those kind of things. And so what I wanted was to create this book that um, girls could read by themselves. If they needed to, like if they didn't have anybody else in their yes. life, it would tell, tell them about God. And I explain the things in there, too. I'm, I think I'm pretty good about explaining the churchy words. Oh, my gosh. That's actually in my notes to mention. I am so grateful. As a 19-year-old, before I became a Christian, people would tell me, well, this is true, and we know it's true because the Bible says so. And I'd think, well, I, I don't even believe the Bible, so what do I care? <laughs> right. You know? That is not right. an argument that you can present to an unbeliever and expect it to have any weight at all. Um, you have to persuade them what is true from the things that they know and agree and believe and then expect God's spirit to do the additional work. But that was one thing about your book I loved. Every time you used what I call Christianese, like some kind of churchy mm-hmm. word, you would then explain it in normal terms that normal people talk in. <laughs> Well, what I thought about was that every group has their own uh, vernacular, you know, or different words. Yeah. And, uh, like the army, you know, when I, when my husband joined the army, I knew Navy talk, but I didn't know army. And so I had to figure out all the acronyms in the army, what they meant. And I think wow. the same is true with, with our Christian walk. You know, we, even the word Christian walk, it's like, what is that? I mean, where is this road, you know, that you're walking on, this, whatever it is. But, so I wanted to make sure that I really dove in and, and explain those different things so that they didn't feel like they were uncomfortable in a church setting, in a fellowship setting. I love that book. I, uh, that part, that piece, there were so many things about it I loved, but that is one of the, my favorite things was every time you used an unusual Christian kind of churchy word, then you explained what it meant. And I thought, what res- what a respectful way to treat people who may not have ever been in the church. And and you yeah. even go into some detail about that experience for you. And, and I love the compassion that you bring to every conversation, but especially explaining to 
especially people who've grown up in the church that may take things for granted and have no idea what it feels like to walk into a church when you really have only just recently been interested in spiritual or Christian things. Um, right. I want to, I want, I don't want to lose the time because this is going to go so fast. By the way, you can find DD at ddlake.com or kathycraffy.com. I'll put all my hyperlinks to her book and all her stuff in there. You can get her as a speaker if you're interested. Uh, she's a great, she's so fun to listen to. So feel free to look on her website for her, how to get her on her calendar to have her come speak at your church to moms or teenagers. Okay. Didi, I want you to tell the story just briefly of the young man, and you don't know if he committed suicide or not, but that was the question. Because I think we're really facing so much destruction and depression among young people in this culture. And I know, I don't know the numbers for girls, but I know for boys, it's 15 to 25 is the highest rate of suicide for males. So I'm assuming that there's something similar for females. So talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I was 12 years old, and our our little community decided over in Spain um, to have a haunted house. And I talk about it in the book a little bit more, but one of the boys was older, um, and he decided he was going to pretend to be hanging from the second floor. At some point, he took his, his uh, harness off, his protection harness, and he actually wound up uh, killing himself. And it was quite traumatic. Um, I was the one who found him, me and his brother. And that was a, a big deal. And back then, no one talked about it. Like, they went back to the States afterwards, and, and there was no counseling for any, any of the kids or, that were there and part of it. And um, So for me, what I learned from that was always um, understand that people are in your life for a long time. And I think already having that Navy, you know, brat thinking of, you know, they're, they're not always going to be here, um, made me just really appreciate people for where they are when they're there with you. And then as they go from your life, knowing that they're your jewels. But the, I love- the suicide, for me, the suicide, I wanted to make sure that I talked about it because it is such a problem for teenagers today. It's, it's the highest rate that it's ever been um, for, Ugh. you know, to a teen suicide. And that concerns me. These children just need somebody. These kids need somebody to talk to. So they just need to be given hope. I love that. Okay, I want to just throw this in here. We're going to spend a whole podcast on her wisdom, and that is included. How do you give hope to teenagers? How do you help build a girl's self-worth? And we're going to go into more detail about how to help them choose their friends and how to look for mentors for yourself and your daughters. So I'm, I'm so thankful, Dee, Dee that you brought that up, and I, I want people to know we're not going Glossed over that. That is a big part of what we're going to accomplish today. We're going to do these two podcasts that will complement each other. This one is about Dee Dee and her story, so you'll know she is not messing around. This is a serious woman that's my friend, and I admire and respect her so much. And she's written this terrific book to equip us so that we can have these hard conversations with our daughters and our granddaughters, and we can bring this great information to our church and start those conversations too. And that is how we create really great companionships. So, Dee Dee, I'm really excited about what you've accomplished for us by cutting through and talking about some of these hard topics. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, we talk about bullying in the book and um, 
like you said, choices of friends and what all that means. And, uh, but it's also has some humor in the book too. Probably my favorite story in it is about the time that I burned my dad's pants, you know, and, um, the book on his face. I still remember <laughs> it. You know, it's been, you know, 30 years or longer than that now, I guess, 40 years. And, um, he doesn't find the story as amusing as I did, but you'll read it in the book. It's, it's pretty funny. It is so funny. And that, that really is the way it is with raising teenagers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, I don't know how that happened. So there are uh, mom, there, there's stories in there to spark these great conversations with your daughters, but there's plenty that mom will laugh about because it, it, you just managed to understand both reader and teacher and student in the mix of what you did with this. And that's because you've been counseling people for 25 years or more. So it does yeah. not surprise me at all yeah. that you have been mentoring people for so long that naturally your book would come out and be a really wonderful tool for that. But uh, anyway, yeah, there's so much humor in the book and it's so well written. I'm just so proud of you. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, I want to just take the last few minutes that we, we're going to have to wrap it up, but you did something that's not that common. Like a, this is like a big gap in the marketplace. There's not that many good devotionals written specifically to a girl's heart. And I really love the way, I mean, there were some omissions in the book that I thought she did not, she didn't burden the book with something that other people are talking enough about. She stuck to mm -hmm. the things that were really missing in the marketplace and in the conversation that we're having in public and in general, in churches. So I'm really proud of you for the way you picked and chose what you would include. And I think you really understand teenage girls, and that's why you were able to pick the things that they want to read and consider and even search the scriptures to know, understand better. So I'm, I'm really proud of you for that. Um, I want to ask you a quick question. Looking back, who do you think taught you the best thing about trusting God with your own design, Dee Dee? Because you're you've got a lot of personality. You're a strong, strong woman, and I know there are times when that should have been hard for your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I I used to like uh, they used to say I was uh, bossy, and then I learned the word assertive, and they're oh, like, we don't go. care what you call it; it's still bossy. <laughs> but <laughs> well, we have about a minute hard. left, so. So give me a Valentine for somebody that really uh, impacted you and why. Um, certainly Bev Higley and Jane Thompson in Panama. They walked with me as I became a mom. I you know, didn't know how to be a Christian mom. And, you know, I had a good marriage, but I didn't know how to be a mom like that. And so they just grew me up and really taught me my identity. And once you get your identity, and we talk about that in the book too, you really can't be shaken. You know, the world's not going to shake you and give you a, a lie or a message that's not true um, because you know that you are a daughter of the king. And okay. I have that. I know that. Okay, I'm interrupting you because we have to close. D.D. Lake, D-E-E-D-E-E. -E -E -E, so that's D-E-E-D-E-L-A-K-E.com -E 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 or Kathy Craffy, K-R-A, F is in Frank, V is in Victor, E is in Edward.com. If you sign up for my stuff, you'll get it every week. It's free, and we love to send you interviews. But look for our other podcast because we are going to go into a ton of detail about how you help your children find those fabulous mentors that will change their lives. This is Truth with a Texas Twang, and we are so grateful for you. Thank you for joining us today.
you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in.